Wait, is this better? What's up, retards? The funniest 9-11 jokes were written on 9-12. Women jerk off dicks like fucking their unruly ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> you ever had a 9-11 cocktail? <laughs> it's in Manhattan with two kamikazes. Oh, and now, now. You see, the socialists don't have an accurate answer for this, and she needs to account for it. That's White women must be stopped. That's guys. right. What? Yeah. <laughs> if we can stay horny and retarded longer than she can stay sane. What? Your ass, ass to penis ratio. Man, maybe you could say we had sex, but we didn't fuck. But you said nigga for uh, Oh, Jesus. Fat Dave, fuck you, man. Hey, what is up, everybody? Sorry, we're late. That is all on our fucking guest tonight. <laughs> when I find that son of a bitch. <laughs> Still not here. No idea where he is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, it's me, me, Toad, Jose, Clint, and then also our guest tonight, Gino Visconti, comedian, hey. podcaster, all around funny, great guy. How you doing, Gino? I, uh, to quote my father, if I was doing any better, I couldn't stand it. How are you guys? Great. great. Pretty good, man. You want to, you want to, I I don't, I think we're, we're kind of in a very specific circle of people. So I don't know. There might be a lot of new people aren't familiar with you. So I don't know if you want to introduce yourself. Well, I'm uh, Gino. I'm a Capricorn. I'm the half of the In Hot Water podcast. I work over at a little thing called Compound Media. And yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. I I, I think that's most of it. Am I right? Am I good? Yeah, good, you man. nailed it. You nailed it. Well, you're you're gonna be. They in put a gun to my head and made me drink whiskey with this fucking guy in his underwear. That sounds weird. I can explain. Maybe I shouldn't. Go on. You guys go. I, I want to. Dude, I, well, I always love watching the naked cowboy and do all the shit he does. I remember. Honest uh, to God, guys. So this and, and like you, if you follow the show, you know I like a beverage or two. So I'm having a drink. Some fans are, and then the naked cowboy. He's been on the show twice, which is awesome. It doesn't take a lot. He just wanders down from 42nd. And he comes by, and we're we're, we're we got a, a a fan comes by, and he brings a little a little uh, what is it, Jameson Black Barrel, and you think it's lazy because it's Black Barrel, but no, it really gets the job done. And <laughs> thank you, colors are lazy. And I, because I'm a conscientious uh, host, I say you don't drink, do you? And I swear it's like something out of high school. And he goes, I don't, and he chugs the bottle. Now that is Jesus. that is an affront to me, and I say, <laughs> oh yes, and then I chug it as well, and then it becomes a whole thing, and then next thing you know, we're going just chug for chug, and I got a couple in me, and then suddenly 9.15 is 9.30 and here we are. Hi, how are you guys? Hi. <laughs> but that's it, but, but anyone that watches the show knows that's the show. It's a it's a well controlled runaway train, and it was Hell so yeah. much fun. And then and then it's like I got the nine thirty show, and I get a text at nine twenty five. Where are you? Where am I? And then I go, back, <laughs> Who starts the show at nine fifteen? So now you're all fun. Hi. Yeah, we always tell the guests nine fifteen, but really the thing is nine eleven being the joke. You know, you know, everyone gets it. But uh, we, we do it to intentionally disrespect This guy gets it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Hey guys, guys, by the way, whenever you make fun of us for not being professional or you know, just being, you know, all around just kind of shitty people, like this, yes. this is this is a legit professional comedian and podcaster. And I mean, this is our level. This we're we're all right there. I mean, you can't aim high, that. fellas. Right. Fellas, aim high. Aim <laughs> high. What? But at least uh, Gino's got a cigar that's much bigger than Cole's, so 
Dude, I'm, I miss smoke. I used to uh, smoke a cigar on every episode I'm because I was outside, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm married. Now, why did you stop? Why would you stop? Okay, I moved and I'm married, and outside, I don't have a light. So, usually, I would have to smoke outside, but uh, or my wife would kill me if I tried to smoke inside. So, seeing the dark, that fucking went, man. I, I, I was yeah. like, I mean, I wish, but I mean, I have I have my all my cigars in my box in my room, and I'm just like, I I just got a box for uh, Christmas and everything, but I have to smoke outside. Which really Aren't sucks. you an engineer? And, Put a fucking light up. <laughs> like you really probably could. He can draw up the plans, just can't do it himself. No, no, <laughs> he's out point. I like his idea. <laughs> well, he, he is a civil engineer, and we know that civil engineers are all actually retarded, and they do all work for the government, so. Are we it's doing unwrapping pretty, videos now? What's the drunkest you've ever been? As a as a professional alcoholic, as a professional drinker, can you can you still drink too much or is it just like you go unconscious at some point? Yeah, you can't. You can't drink enough as a professional drinker. Believe you me, you cannot. And don't get me wrong, like there's a there's a balance, there's a fine line, but it's like I look, I've said this before. Here's my problem. I'm really good at drinking. And by that, I mean, when the lockdown hit and please, I don't have to even get into my takes on COVID for for you people to if you follow the show to know how I'm saying with it. But when it first hit, I stopped drinking and not because I'm like, I'm not drinking until this is over. It was no fun to drink. I really like drinking. And when they're like, well, you can't have fans in the studio anymore bringing your booze, and we're shutting the bar across, sorry, guys, across the street. <laughs> when they said that, I'm like, well, then I'm not going to drink because it's no fun. They're like, well, just sit in your apartment and drink in a Zoom meeting. And I'm like, <laughs> you're gay. I'm not doing that. I'm not. It's So sit alone in my apartment with booze and toast a fucking computer. No. So I didn't drink for like eight months. And, and and then people would say to me, hey, congrats on quitting drinking. And I would say, it was like stolen valor. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. Like you, I'm not to drink one of those packets. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of the weird. I can't wait to drink again. And then when it became fun to drink again, I was into it. So now it's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just try and find like grooves for my drinking, but it's 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 every day is fun to drink again. And I've been drinking. Every day that would check out, yeah. So every day, so yeah, you're so, caught up. Hey, who's one of the uh, the other comedians? I, I can think of one off the top of my head, but it's another comedian that can match you shot for shot. You go out, you have oh, you, Kreischer, come on. That's There are certain comics, and we talk about Burke Kreischer can go shot for shot because he's he likes drinking. He's you never hear stories about Burke Kreischer unless he's being fucking given like Molly without his knowledge by Ari Shapir. <laughs> it's not a guy. The ghost out, we like to drink. We Joe Bartnick, a great comedian, he, he opens for fucking uh, Bill Burr. These are guys that like to go out and have a drink, or as uh, Bartnick says, a pop. Like, I don't know when it became a thing. Like, I don't drink because I felt, yeah, I can do stand up and then get drunk. I don't go on stage hammered, but there's it's it's getting to the point where there's a handful of comics that are fun to go out and drink with, and not these guys like, oh, I don't want to drink. No one cares. Save the world on your time. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, I was I watching, remember, with, uh, I was watching uh, the Skeptic Tank today with Ari Shafir, and he had Mark Norman and Sam Marill, and that's what they were talking. They were just talking about just getting hammered, and they had all these drinks around. They were just like, I know Norman drinks. I love drinking with him. Uh, does Sam Marill drink? 
He was he was drinking on that, and he apparently he got. A, I mean, he got he gets pretty drunk sometimes. He he actually seemed. I mean, I know he has a little bit of a list, but by the end of the podcast, I mean, he was like slurring. Like, it was pretty bad. It was pretty, I was like, he's pretty drunk. What a fag. I, uh, you know who I used to drink with a lot, and then he stopped, and it broke my heart, and he was so good at drinking? Uh, Dan Soder. Dan Soder. Oh, yes. Oh, we used, we used to have a couple. We used to have a, a few just to get lubricated. Uh, and then he's like, I'm not drinking. He just gets high, which is fine. But he was a fun drinker. There are some guys that are just fun fucking drinkers, and he he was one of them, yeah. Well, I mean, I wish his sister yeah. knew how to be a fun drinker. Ooh, go on. <laughs> Whoa. By the way, for those that don't know, uh, Dan uh, Soder's sister died in a car accident. So this guy got it. This guy. This guy. Oh, that's great. Was she DUI when it happened? No, I, I don't think she was. Uh, I don't. I really don't know. I just remember that she was dead because I just remember them making fun of uh, Dan Soder on the uh, Rose of Louis Che Gomez, and they were just talking about his sister being dead. And I think his mom died and did it too. But holy shit! I, mean, I don't think we've talked about your grandpa dying thing since you. Because you, you. Oh yeah, my grandpa died. You. That's why I was yeah. on the show last week. My. Uh, my well, we we talked about it without you, Cole. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did, by the way, I was telling Toad this before the show. I. I haven't watched any of our episodes ever. Never watched. I didn't watch the one last week. I didn't watch anything. So I don't even know what was said about me. To uh, Chrissy Mayer was on our show last night, uh, last week, Gino. So I don't know what they fucking said to her. But uh, we, we pushed her. Oh, I'm I sure. We, we well, Chrissy Mayer another one. one. Chrissy Mayer likes to have a drink. I love hanging with Chrissy Mayer. She's not afraid of a beverage. Hell yeah. No, I bet she cool. get pretty we loose like when she has a beverage in her. <laughs> he's like, he's like, she's not afraid of a beverage. You can just put a roofie in there, no problem. <laughs> just, just, she can't be spooked. Can we say spooked? I don't see color, but she's not. What? She's not afraid of a beverage. Come on. In one of our early episodes, we had a whole giant bit about spooks. You remember that, guys? Oh, uh, yeah. Those gooks. We were talking about gooks because uh, yeah, because was it? Uh, was it McCain or was it Chain? Yeah, Mc, McCain said something about um, I, I killed oh, a yeah. bunch of gooks or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he, was yeah he said he hated the gooks. It was that's like in the early two thousands too. So it was oh, like it was way past. No, <laughs> I think that's no. what he said. Like that. Maybe both. I don't it know. It was like way past the point where you could just be like, oh, well, that was a different time. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy was almost our president. Weird time. We're fucking so close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, By the way, right, get we, these we gotta... uh, super chats. Oh, let's say. Yeah, we got a uh, super chat from Meredith, who is the one who secured the bag in this one with her fun bags. Uh, <laughs> now, does she, do we see these or are these hi erica how are you hey eh? <laughs> uh, i do want to say thank you uh i don't know if you guys saw we, we might we may touch on that a little bit but we finally got our first ad for tower power Hour. we didn't do part of the problem uh we're not gonna go into the details of why uh but i mean we, we're trying a little bit different we've noticed we have we seem to do well with the female audience so we were like why not target that i don't know why women like us i mean i don't get it Maybe it's we, we're we're known misogynists. We're very clear on it. <laughs> I think like, that's why they like us. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like women like being nagged. It works. It's, it's just true. Yeah. No? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we appreciate your super chats. Keep those coming so we can keep advertising. Uh, you yeah. know, all the money goes into promoting and, and, keep, the show. and Toad. Keep winning your bets so you can keep funding. Also, <laughs> yeah, oh, we had I'm, to, I'm, I'm, we I'm had to have Toad front the show <laughs> tonight. Yeah, is not my, going well for me. I'll if my girlfriend could, could stop super chatting us so that I don't end up funding our own advertisements, <laughs> that'd be great too. Uh, I, I wanted to say my my drunkest uh, ever story 
and well, there's two, but the one's kind of lame. I was in college and I did Edwards 40 hands, but I did two 40s of steel reserve in both hands that were like taped to my hands and I nearly killed myself. Right. Well, you're, well you're supposed so to use old fun. English, right? Yeah, but I went for steel because I'm not a pussy. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the other time, you, I'm sure you guys have heard of Centennial Club, right? Where you take a hundred shots of beer. Wow. No. No. no I've, okay. heard, I've heard of, I've, I've heard of the, the Power Hour, of course. Which yeah. Is, okay. Well, yeah. There's Power Hour, and then there's Centennial yeah. Club. So if you do Power Hour, but you stretch it for a hundred minutes, which means a hundred shots of beer, which is like something like fourteen beers in an hour and a half, then you you're a Centennial member. So I did that, but towards the end of it. Um, my buddy starts skipping because he can't like there's so much carbonation. You got to like take a break to burp and try and decompress. Right. So he starts oh, yeah. beer bonging every seven minutes because we do the math. We figure out that every seven minutes is <laughs> every seven <laughs> shots is a beer. So he starts beer bonging to keep up. And then I he's he, that's he, a bad I, decision. Horrible <laughs> I, I don't need to skip ahead, but I'm guessing this was a bad decision. A horrible decision. So, <laughs> so he, on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's OK. We get up to like the 70th minute. And we're sitting at the table, and he just fucking projectile vomits across the table, like <laughs> like towards me. It was horrifying. But I'm I'm committed, right? And I'm super hammered at this point. So I'm like, I'm gonna fucking get to him. You're locked in. You are locked <laughs> in. I am locked in. I'm 19 years old. My liver is fully functioning. I'm like, let's fucking go, dude. So I start to do it, and I I'm not I'm not doing the beer bong route. But we get down to like I'm at 143, and I'm like right on the verge of vomiting. So I have seven left. And they fucking gear up a beer bong for my 15th beer in an hour and a half. And I beer bong it right at the 100 minute mark. And <laughs> I repeated shit. what he did. Well, wait a <laughs> that, that's actually really similar to what I wound up doing stupidly during the uh, case race for Liberty, where. Yes, it, it, it is. It was, yeah, it was whoever drank the most beer in. We we're supposed to be finishing a 30 rack in four hours, but nobody could actually do that unless they went at your pace. But I. Thought that I was going to win. I was going at such an extreme pace that I almost did what you did. And I think I drank 16 and a half in two hours. Or something you don't like remember, but I was on that stream right before you left. I'll say this. Speaking of Dan Soder when he used to drink, there's a classic episode. And maybe I'm just saying it because I was on it. There's a, there, it's, there's a classic episode of Legion of Skanks where it was like, it's the perfect storm where I was just bullshit with someone. And they're like, hey, just come by the show. Nate Bargatze was on. He's fucking brilliant. Oh, man, so man, it was man. on. And we got into a discussion, and suddenly it's we're doing an hour of power. We're doing an hour of power. It comes right up you if you Google Legion of Skanks, Gino, Hour of Power, any of those. And wow, hijinks ensued. But wow, <laughs> we were just fucking stupid drunk. And and it's like I remember I remember the episode, like, let's do an hour of power. I don't remember it ending. I do not remember how it ended. I don't. And I watched me on, and I'm like, that's me, all right. I know that. Guy. But no, it's white noise. When when I when I die, it's gonna be like, and then the, just static. it will that be was, static while I'm that, watching me. That wasn't the episode where where Lewis threw the the shot glass at Jay, was it? No, no, nor was it the episode where I kept interrupting Dave and he's like, and I said, I won't interrupt you anymore. And he's like, okay. And I was like, that, he was livid, livid. And I love Dave, but he was livid with me. Because it's funny, right? Look, I will interrupt you. That, all right. I won't. Good, that, good. Not even speaking work. Dead, dead, good. I totally, I totally remember that episode. That's so funny. Man. Gino said, "Very angry with me." Thank you. 
very like, confused. I, I really, I would mad. love to see um, like Dave really angry at somebody. I've never actually seen him angry, and I'll to go back and well, I can't because I'm not a guest. Well, actually, he was angry for Dave. You know what I mean? He was like, "Fuck you!" He's like, oh. He was oh, really, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't wrap his brain around a guy that's that's ten years older than him that's acting like a toddler. He's like, oh, oh why? It was very funny. Yo, who's HB? Are, are they yeah. supposed to be a guest? That's what I was gonna ask. Cause like I'm confused. Why are you asking for a stream guard? Like, are you some big wig we should know? Yeah, what what is this? <laughs> is this Burt Kreischer finally following up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed way, to get Dino Bert, said, by the way. And I think yeah, he Bert got said an he was N-word supposed to uh, come on, and I think he got cold feet when he saw that we used the N-word aggressively. <laughs> really? We've used it once or twice. Someone probably sent a super chat. Mostly the guy in the top right hand corner here. I've used it once or twice, but mostly in comedic effect, you know, it, it tastefully, you yeah. know. But <laughs> uh Cole just you know throws it out there. But hey, I, fact, do, it, I do it when it's needed, you know, whenever we're talking about the lady. Whenever there's a black person the, conversationally the that comes up. The I mean the late the unemployed. I mean, <laughs> whenever there's a lull in the conversation, you just need you just to you know get there. a reaction. <laughs> right. No, but if you don't know, Bert, I'm pretty sure. Oh, 100, he's used it. I know that for a fact. I mean, he's not a guy to. Uh, he thinks it constantly. He younger before he was. Yeah. I mean, super big. Uh, Dude, and I'm talking see- about. He's always been fat, but not like. Louis has a great bit about this, like where he says, like, people would be like, say the N word, and like, dude, you're making me think it. Like, just say it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kind of rude, honestly. I I did a show, but that's just it. It's like, it's like any of these things that freak people out now more than ever. It's so much fun to use it, like, I'm going to, for lack of, like a weapon. Like, because it's like, if it freaks you out, good. Then you give the word power. Oh, the N word. When you say the N word, you're basically saying, and I know you guys scream nigger five times before I came <laughs> on, but I'm not into that word. But you guys are like, no, no, let's get it all out now. And you're seeing who can scream it louder than the next. But I'm glad you got it out of your system because these niggers get it. But it's such a fun word. It is. Because people will be yeah. like, oh. And the real fun way to like do jokes is, is say anything but the the actual word the phrase the n-word or the word nigger because you say oh i did a joke in my video this week i do football videos and i said jimmy garoppolo should go to the eagles because their quarterback is jalen hurts a black guy in the philly the south philly guineas hate him and now when they're screaming the quarterback's name jimmy g that will have one less g than what they're calling jalen hurts that's funny because in, in the brain, all these up top are like, are they calling me nigger? And they're like, oh, I can't believe it. And no one cares. No one cares. You know, and then you get then you get someone like Whoopi Goldberg, who's not the N-word. She's a silverback. And she's a fucking dipshit. I've been told so long. She was great. I grew up with her. You kids, when she was in a thing called Comic Relief, you four were a sperm. But she was great. She was with Billy Crystal and... Uh, and, yeah, and, and Robin Williams, who's hilarious. You can call Robin Williams now and ask him. But and she was great, she was funny, and then she did Sister Act, which I've heard anyone says was a funny movie. Yeah, and she was that. in Ghost, where she was being an actress and she was fine. And then fast forward to, to a couple decades later, where she's on the view and she's like, I'm smart. I'm smart. People tell me I'm smart. And she could say stupid fucking things where if a white person, if a white person says the Holocaust wasn't about race, 
You know, uh, you know, it's like, well, like, if a white person says something defensive, like, look, I don't think the Jews are responsible for global warming, even though the, there's a huge hole in the ozone over Auschwitz. If a white person, <laughs> a white person says it. <laughs> understand, like, I'm sorry, no, but you understand, and that's that's what goes on with these people. Like, no, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's it's it, you can't do that, and it's like, no. And they don't realize the racist thing in the world you can do is say, uh, I'm going to give Whoopi Goldberg a pass because she talked like a retard, but she's black. <laughs> no, hey, she she was awful, and I'm sorry that that tune is retarded, but you can't <laughs> give him a pass. <laughs> does uh, does Whoopi still have the uh, like the white dreadlocks where, where she looks like one of those fucking uh, trannies from the Matrix? I believe yeah. she does. Yeah, she, she does. does? Yeah. Oh, I'm more and interested actually, in talking about how incredibly fat she's gotten. Like, she looks like she ate Ted Danson. She is ginormous. <laughs> yeah. But why wouldn't she get fat? Because oh, is she, like, her, I loved her last, uh, her response to the charges where she said, ooh da, too da, wookie. I love that. That was really. The other thing is, like, and that is what I say about comedy now. It is its own worst punishment. Like, look, I have to be funny because I'm a straight, wink, wink, white male, well over 40. So you know how I get work? I have to be funny. And I say this to black straight comics. And I'm like, you don't check nearly enough boxes. It used to be <laughs> 10 years ago. Oh, this guy's black. We better give him a break. This black straight guy's a fucking problem. You have to be a woman, a trans, uh, nine other fucking genders that just came up. So that's what, and it's its own punishment because then you get to be these people that they think they're funny when they're not. And then suddenly it's a year later and they're like, what am I now? They're done with you because you're a year older and exactly the same and you've lost your fucking cachet or whatever they fucking call it. But, I mean, even but, gay black men are no longer safe. Hey, hey, Gino, is Mike David from Red Bar Radio funny? Speaking of funny. I don't know who Mike David from Red Bar Radio, I said this years ago, I hope he's really sick. Because either he's really sick and he can't do shows or he's not sick, but he wants people to think he's sick. So they keep funneling money into him. But I, it's another <laughs> thing Gino was right about 10 years ago. This guy's a pathetic, sad hack. Been, like, do you want to know what's great about the show me and Aaron do? Me and Aaron show up and whatever we said a moment before the camera starts, we talk about it. Hell yeah. Mike David sits there and watches all these podcasts or has other people report on podcasts and, and bust. And, and talks about them. That's not fun. That's oh, oh, not oh, fun. he reports on podcasts. Cool. Hey, hey, Mike. Wow. Uh, if you could do a write up about us, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, I checked. He's not dead. It's a shame, but he's not dead. But that's just it. What kind of life is that? <laughs> See, here's the thing. Like we we we're niche. We're fucking libertarian. We we think we're funny and shit. And we no, have this podcast, but we're not. We're not really. But like. And People we have the, same, the same fucking people that are like, you know, talking shit and they like bring up clips and shit. And I guess it's the same even when you're a professional comedian and they still come after you for the pettiest shit you say. And they're just like, look at what they said. It's like, yeah, yeah, I said it. I'm a comedian. I literally, if it made yeah. one person laugh, it's funny. And like, that's why I do the podcast. And even if it didn't laugh. make someone laugh, it's still fucking It's still, it's still funny to me. Man. HB, this is funnier. I don't know why we would do that. Look, you kids are young, and I'll say this, and you know it, but it bears repeating. You basically said it. That's, 
the old model is I've got to like you look at late night TV. It's a joke. Stephen Colbert is an absolute. He'd be the biggest faggot in the world if Jimmy Kimmel hadn't leapfrogged him while putting his taint in his face. But late night TV is awful now. I grew up watching Letterman, and, excuse me, Carson and Letterman, and they were great. And now these guys are just shills for the left, and they say nothing that's funny. They say nothing. I said this on the show, and I'll say it again, and it sounds deep, and it is, but it's a fact. If you don't go within, you go without. And I swear to God, I thought it was a Buddhist quote. It's from that book, Conversations with God. Somebody told me, but think about this. You have two ways to create. You can go within and say what you guys just said, whether you realize it or not. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to go within. It's going to come out of me and it will find my audience. Or you could do what these fucking faggots, these cucks are doing, like Kimmel, fucking Kimmel and Colbert and fucking, you know, Fallon. They're like, they go without. They're like, this is what the world wants. Let me fucking slough off anything that's harmful, shove it down my throat, regurgitate it. And you know what that is? Work. And we don't work. I mean, we're white, but we don't work. And <laughs> that's why it's its own worst punishment being these people that think they're succeeding when they're not. They're working when the beauty of what goes on now is, and I said this, like when I moved up here in 2001, I, I'm like, that was way back when. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll. it wasn't even... I thought it's like, this is what you do. You move to New York, you work on a set, you get a solid 15 minutes, you get fucking seen, you get an agent, you get a fucking late night spot, you get a festival, you get a sitcom, you play by the rules, and that's how you make money. Not anymore. Now, you know what you do? And, and I did this without realizing, because I always say, there wasn't a time when I said, that's it. I'm going to say what I want to say and they'll come to me. I think there was a time when I said, that's it. I'm just going to say what I want to say. I can't do it any other way. But it fragments so much the industry every five, 10 years. And now suddenly you have all these platforms like YouTube and Patreon and all these ways to monetize with PayPal and Venmo. And suddenly all you need is a group of people and you don't need an agent. You know, who your biggest fucking fans are, excuse me, your biggest promoters are your fans. I never heard of you guys till a week ago. Chris is like, you got to do this podcast. I'm like, what are you talking about? Then I see you on fucking uh, social media. And, and then my friend fucking Meredith is like, you got to do, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in, but that is all you have to do now. And all you have to do to work, and it's beautifully simply, it's beautifully simple, it's elegant. You have to be yourself. You have to say all the dumb dick jokes you want to do. You got to work on the new bit. Like, uh, uh, no, no, um, no. I had a new, I had a new Holocaust joke. I can't remember it. Oh, God. Oh, they, I did a show this week. They got so mad. I'm like, I, the Holocaust didn't happen again. Not with these gas prices. Oh, my, shut up. <laughs> I've not, we've never Nobody had a guest. No, we've, never had, like, we, go, we've never had a guest that was able to to repeat an entire chapter and verse of Mind Conflict you just did. That was incredible. <laughs> Look, that's why I was late. I was jerking off to chapter six. But the point is, <laughs> and I've said this before, I'll say it again. It's the people... That like, and we know this now more than ever. I, dude, I could read. Oh, I left the fucking paper at work. I'll get it tomorrow. But I say this in the act, but it's a fact, and I got to factor in it. And it's laughter is the best medicine is a cute phrase, but it's a fact. It's a fact. I'm not. You kids are young, and you get it. These are facts. Laughter relieves stress. It releases endorphins. It physically heals you. And here's another thing. Someone said today in an article I read that is so obvious. It's amazing. Fucking while everyone's like worried about uh, COVID, you know what's the most contagious thing in the world? Yeah, laughter. Yeah. Laughter is fucking contagious. And when people nowadays, and it's what I talk about, you do a joke about something they don't like, I'm like, I don't think it's funny, no one laughs. 
That's a hate crime. Trying to stop someone from laughing is a hate crime and not the kind that you four white people jerk off to. I mean, <laughs> it's a hate crime. And it, it should be, but that's what you get people like, I didn't laugh, that he did joke about hitting women. No, no one cares. It's a joke about hitting the, the people cannot wait to be the first to not laugh. And that's why it's so fun to be like, all right, so I'm just going to drive this right into you because you're a fucking twat. Our, only hope, our only hope is that the woke all drop dead of ass cancer because they haven't laughed in like a decade. Uh, I really think there's a chance of that, honestly, because they're not even going to the doctor too. Matt W. just paid $5. <laughs> thank you. Well, That's true. Well, they, they have undiagnosed ass cancer right now, man, from all the There's a decent chance. Yeah. Well, the other thing is like, the internet changed comedy too because like they're still trying to go off the old way of doing comedy of where like you get your you know your uh special and then people can like are like okay if he has a special then he must be funny but once the internet's out it's like everybody can understand who's funny and who's not they can well, see once, it. They don't once have to, woke took they, over they, fucking netflix and shit now you if you have a special i assume you're not funny because yeah, if you're like, on yeah. netflix i'm like you probably are trash Look at and people like, like uh, Crypt Daddy. Like he's a perfect example. I, mean, I don't know if you've uh, met Crypt Daddy yet, Gino, but he's fucking he's hilarious. He's doing the show with us. Hopefully, Knockwood in Chicago in a couple weeks. Oh, Go on, God, that dude. Yeah. Oh, we God, had him on uh, yeah. what about a month ago now. That dude is a fucking yeah. killer, dude. Like he, he's I great. Mean, I can't. I can't imagine what he's like on on. on like up there on live, like on a, on doing his set, dude. We, it must we spent, be. Gino, I've never we spent got to work with him live. I'm looking forward to it. Go on. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no Gino. We spent we spent half the show guessing how he got how he got injured. <laughs> so, and he just plays along with the whole thing. And then we That's come amazing. up with this like we we basically wrote a script about about like someone in his condition and how they would kill themselves. And it was just fucking. It was amazing. It was amazing. So yeah, I love I love the fact it, that it there's people out there that still embrace that level of depression and fucking oh, yeah. dark humor and, and because imagine how light. easy it would have been for him also just to lean in on the and the other way and be like i'm disabled you yes. have to find me funny regardless of if i'm funny or not and right. said he went right. like the opposite it was like i'm disabled that's actually funny like it's funny for me <laughs> to be halfway retarded and sound like i'm eating marbles like bro you're funny. in the wrong spot if you if you think we give a fuck about that you know his anti <laughs> Bandana on his head. He looks like the uh, he's the uh, the Chad meme with the the American uh, flag bandana. You know what I'm talking I'm about? I'm down to bring HB on, dude. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I would <laughs> yeah, love to good. just roast this. You guy. know what? Your oh, best yeah. people, your best people. You were talking about earlier, but like your best people, are your fans that help you. But no, honestly, haters, I think it's actually. at least equal, if not even better. Your haters, like yeah. people like this, like they just can't. They like that you're in their head and they can't help but do it. And all they do is promote you and don't even fucking notice. And people well, know that, they're awful like, people. There's, you know? there's no such thing as bad promotion. And look, look I, I'll say it again. I did a show this past Friday and it was it was a show in Jersey. And it is my buddy, Kevin Dabrowski. He's a great comic. Get him on this. But he said it perfectly because I've been he's like, Gino, like he said, you you have no idea where you're heading, but you know exactly what you're doing. And I'm doing a stand-up set and I'm 20 minutes into a set and I'm supposed to do an hour. And I did, but 20 minutes in, I do a joke and I'm killing. I got the rhythm because, you know, like I'm charming, you fucking faggots. I'm charming and I'm, I'm fucking going through it. And then I say a joke that's uh, I make a Holocaust reference and the crowd dips a little bit. And another comic yesterday, Chris Freed said it perfectly. And that's that moment. And you get his comments like, you look at the crowd, you don't even look, but in a split second, you're like, are we friends? And you're like, well, there's one way to find out. 
and you fucking dig into it. You plant the foot and you're like, let's get to a real Holocaust joke. And then I do the fucking not with these gas prices. And a couple of people go, oh, stop. And one person says to me, no Holocaust joke, screams it. And I, to quote my brother, he's like, when you tell, when, uh, he goes, when you tell Gene not to do something, he goes, okay. I'm not going to do it. Exactly. When someone says, don't do it, I always say, all right, don't do it. Or, or what if I do exactly what you told me not to and see what happens? And that's what it became. And well, I did the, go on. The, no, just the, the irony of people screaming at you not to tell a joke. It's like, do you know who also wasn't a fan of humor? <laughs> uh, the guy that you're that we're not allowed to talk about come on but that's just it and i open my act by saying what i said to you guys earlier laughter is important to people that try to stop you but you still get people they're like no you can't laugh and then i just dig in and have the people want to leave and i'm like leave you don't get to tell me what to do and they're like well we're gonna leave no one cares I get my eight bucks either yeah, way. And they, the, the, the verb I like to use is they pie piper out. Let's go, everyone. And the people that leave, it's like, yeah, follow that faggot into sorrow and fear or stay here and laugh at the tragedy and take it. Well, let's just laugh at what's acceptable. That's boring. Yeah, well, yeah. That's fucking yeah. boring. And Hitler is really stupid in that regard because if the Jews were a disease like he claimed, then laughter would have cured them. So. <laughs> Hitler was so ahead of his time. He really was. <laughs> we had a bit, uh, I think it might be the last episode was before, where we were kind of like theorizing and talking about how like the reason why the Jews like run so much shit and are so funny <laughs> is because it's like just basic evolution. Like he killed so many of them, but the ones that survived, you know, like thrived. I think we use antibiotics as an example. It's like if you don't finish your full course of antibiotics, you create this like strain of disease that's even stronger, this the, you know? This is the exact <laughs> reason that people think that black men dominate professional athletics is because they were all pu oh. pushed into a field and forced to do manual labor. It's we like, had a well, breeding program. They did. They practiced eugenics. They really did. And the extra twitch muscle. They have that extra muscle because what? what? They do because they bred the biggest woman. Never mind. But that's well, yeah, anyway. and, 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 and black people uh, evolved to be so tall for the same reason the giraffes did because they had to reach up high in the trees. God damn it! Why? This is like Why almost funny. This is like almost funny. I guess, sort of, not really. <laughs> uh, if we're not gonna have this HB guy on. Don't fucking run his comments unless they're funny. Yeah, no, that that one made me oh, giggle. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that made you giggle. By the way, because Fat Dave's like kind of looks like he's trying to be a wigger, but he's not pulling it off. You know, no, not even close. <laughs> By the way, Gina, I was uh, we were I was watching Legion of Skanks this last week, and they they had just made fun of um. Oh, who was the lady that put out the Bob Saget uh, video? I know all the comedians were passing that around to everybody. Um. Was it, was it, it wasn't Sarah Silverman. It was... Um, it's oh, Nikki Glaser put a song yeah, out that. That that with the yeah, she, she put out a really, like, heart heartfelt, touching <laughs> song where she's... It's, like, highly produced, and it's all about, like, how tragic it is that Bob Saget died. And they're like, oh, wow, she must have really had a close relationship with Bob Saget. <laughs> First off, she didn't even know the motherfucker. She was, like, kind of knew him, you know? Dude, I just I got that shit that. because... Why is it when someone dies, someone famous dies, people cannot wait to put a picture, make it about them, and put a picture of, oh, did Robert Williams die? Here's a picture of me with him. Where? When, when you flagged him down when he was trying to leave Santa New York or the, or the comedy circuit, I get a picture. That's why you don't tell him, no one cares. Stop you it. You motherfuckers trying to take pictures with him. That's <laughs> right. It's insane. 
it's it's like it's, oh here's a picture of me with Bob Saget yeah Bob Saget and as he called me what's its face yeah I have and this is Bob Saget and yeah I have time for a picture why do people think putting a picture up with these dead people it, no we get it you you're a fucking hanger on or I don't take pictures with anyone not that they want to but why bother them why. Yeah, I can't wait. For, I can't wait till you die, Gino, and then we'll see what people say about like it's just some fucking oh, out the woodwork. It's like, man, Gino was my best friend, man. He was uh, like, me they want me to die of COVID so bad. I can't wait. Oh, it's like it drives them nuts. It's like, well, this guy's fifty three and he won't die of COVID. Yeah, because it's a fucking flu, you faggots. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But, but Only in, the strong in, when survive. they were, uh, yeah. Nikki Glaser actually did make a podcast and she talked about the guys over at Legion of Skanks, but they forgot she didn't, she never mentioned them, which is really funny to me that they, she like talked, she even said they're Legion of fans, which is really funny. But, and she was, and she <laughs> I was wrote saying, a, I wrote a joke for Nikki Glaser, uh, for one of the rows, and you ready for this? It was about the Holocaust. And I said, <laughs> I did, I said, Jeffrey Ross is like Hitler. No one in the business gave a fuck about him until he started roasting people. She used <laughs> But and and yeah. Nikki was mentioning something about like they just want to be edgy, like all these guys they they don't even they they're not she never said they're not funny, but she was like they're just there just to be do shot comedy. It's like that's not even, like these I know you and I know the Legion of Skank guys, they do it because they find it funny. They find Going to that edge, going to the place that people are like, ah, oh, damn, that's that's funny to them, and it's actually funny to a lot of other people, and it is a form of comedy that needs to be. Well, this is the thing really. that this is the thing that trips me out. Like, comedy evolved throughout my life, and it was just this constant progression of more aggressive, more raw, more like truth telling, more speaking to power. It was like it was a really good trajectory all through my life. And then about 10 years ago, it just started to go backwards. And I was like, yeah. I didn't know that an entire industry could go backwards. Like, I didn't know that they could actually suppress well, the, free thought to that oh, extent. They, they, well, they got, they got captured by the cathedral to that extent. No, I know they did. But I'm just saying it's like it's stunning to me that that comedy fans, because like us, we are that. Yeah, we right. we continue to seek out people like Gino and Legion of Skanks and these guys because that's what we're into. And because mm -hmm. we're real comedy fans, we're like we're trying we're constantly seeking that envelope pushing type of, uh, you know, I, I never even classified it as brave because I was just like, no, this is the funniest dude. And this is yeah. where you find funny. But now and kudos like to you. you shouldn't classify it as brave because, well, go on, go on. I'm listening and I, I, I'm sorry to jump in, but I, I preach, preach, I should say. Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just it's just amazing to me that like there is an audience for this milk toast, middle of the road, soft shit that's like guilt by association and guilt by skill, uh, skin color. And Killer. it's just it's weird. <laughs> it's weird to me that that even finds a marketplace. It just seems as if comedy of that nature should just die. And then you guys should be fucking. Well, it's not powerhouse. comedy. It's, it's there. Ki it kind of isn't, though. I don't know. Like, if you pay attention, like, I mean, I guess this is the best example. You'll see like establishment media types and you'll see the numbers like on Twitter where it's hard to, to hide it. It's like it's shit. Or like uh, I know the big thing recently, the Frost thing. I don't know if that chick, the G4 chick, who like bitched about like you know, oh, oh, people are treating me like a woman and just want me to be pretty or whatever. And like I guess they've been accused lately of having like view bots. And like you go to look at their fucking videos, mm. and they're super PC. And like their video views are all over the place, which is most people point to like 
they're using view bots. Like they're trying to inflate their numbers. Also, when it comes to like, say you brought up Netflix specials before you, you can't see those numbers, you know, like we right. don't know. But, I, but so, it's just weird know. that the businesses, the platforms are still paying. Cause I mean, you're paying heavy money to get a special from these fucking losers. And you have people that are fucking unbelievably funny that would actually get eyeballs on it. And I'm don't... pissing right now. That's my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's a I'm first. Pissing, but I'm taking a piss. So, that yeah, that, that's a first. Uh, Josh Denny almost shit his pants on the show, but uh, left abruptly. I've pissed multiple <laughs> times. I fucking <laughs> love Josh Denny. He's a Philly boy. Go on. Dude, oh, dude Josh is crazy. I'm not washing my hands. Hold on. By the way, I do want to bring this up. I, I thought about tweeting this. Do people actually wash their hands after they take a piss? I mean, or guys? Yeah. I, 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 I don't wash my hands ever. Almost ever after taking them to the bathroom. I don't know. It's... I mean, well, do, do I don't have to hold time. my dick to pee, so I don't even. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, do you, do you piss with no hands? Because I, that, that kind of makes a difference. I no, piss with I, no hands. It's my dick. It's it's my dick. Like it's like touching another part. Like if I touch my leg, do I need to <laughs> wash my hands? Once your dick's out, why do you have to hold it? I don't understand this like fire hose <laughs> mentality. <laughs> I mean, how bad is your aim? Use your hips. But <laughs> getting to what you said, it's 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 the dark comedy. It's it's a fact that. The people that want to laugh at what's easy are are the the fucking prime target of the bullshit that's going on now. They're like, yeah, we're obedient. We won't. The only thing that brings us together as a planet are tragedy and natural disaster. And once you take their power with laughter, then you win. Then you disarm it. And to laugh in the face, like I said, like like uh, I make. I say this in the act. Uh, I make jokes about the Holocaust, but what really happened, and it, it's a joke, but it's true. Whole world got together, invaded Germany, killed Hitler. Okay, they made a move to Venezuela. But Germany <laughs> has been a beautiful democratic country ever since. You can go on and on. It's like it's like all the dark things. That's what we need to laugh at. Because like now we just like to laugh at what's safe. It's easy to laugh at what's safe, you dumb cunt. Fucking laugh in the face of this tragedy and you take its power. No, no, we have to be upset by tragedy. So if Hitler were alive and I did a joke about a Holocaust and everyone in the crowd about, and by the way, 550,000, excuse me, five and a half million people died of COVID now and uh, during the Holocaust. So one of them actually died of a genuine tragedy. But the point <laughs> actually, that's not true. 500, uh, 5.5 million people died with Holocaust. <laughs> numbers seem a little high <laughs> uh, you know what i say Miak? and it's so fun because i love it and only half the crowd got some like some people say it was six million jews i call them optimists it's when you do dark jokes about the holocaust or domestic violence we're like that's not funny you, really you win uh, i'm at a comedy club doing jokes about the Holocaust hitting women. I'm not at the Holocaust Memorial yelling bullshit. I'm not. Gino is a uh, gas chamber half empty kind of guy. So. <laughs> perfect, perfect example, though, is that if you don't joke about something, you are probably more likely to repeat it. In Germany, you're not allowed to deny or joke about or anything with the Holocaust. And look at how fucking statist and lockdown crazy they are. I think that they're they're they didn't learn their lesson, you know, like suppression is what breeds this kind of deep seated contempt of, of your fellow man. And if you're not allowed to joke, yeah. like I've always said this, I thought I'm, I'm not talking like institutional, but in the late 90s to the early 2000s, I don't think race relations in this country were ever better like than that. 
period. Because everyone was joking about everything. There was nothing that was off the table. Everyone was able to make fun of each other's races. And it brought us together. At least it made me feel like I was brought together. And now we're back to, no, 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 can't joke about these people. And when you start talking about people as these people, well, then you're otherizing them. They're not, they're not you. They're, and, they're and separate. They're different. They're I got to tell you, and, and that's the second time. That's a great point because that's the second time I've heard that statement. In the past like couple of weeks, my cousin, excuse me, guys, cousin, my cousin said it. He's like, he's like, before Obama was president, he's a white kid in South Philly, and he would say, like, he played basketball, and every black guy would be like yelling at him, my nigger, this, my nigger, that. And they would say it, it meant nothing. But then Obama came in and suddenly it's like it's like we we elect a black president to show the world how far we've come. He won the landslide, no one cared. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. And they're like, now we've got to really turn on race when no one cares. No one cares. And the people that do, and I say this all the time, like, that's my family right there. Like, they're like, well, it's your white privilege. I'm like, I say this on the show. Like, I never realized this or spoke like this till a couple of years ago with what went on. I'm the grandson of Italian immigrants. I never said it. It sounds really deep. My, both of my grandfathers came over from Italy. My father's dad from Sicily, my mother's dad from Abruzzi, which is the heel of the boot. And when they got to fucking wherever they wound up in South Jersey, they weren't like, you guys are white. Take the job of your choice and pick a slave. They said, you Italians are the niggers right now. When we, the blacks are done, go to fucking South Jersey and farm. And they had them working. This is My father died of lung cancer because they had him working with pesticides in the 50s that people wear Wuhan virus lab suits now, but then it didn't matter. And they're like, oh, it's your white privilege. I never got anything for being white. I fucking went to school in South Jersey. I came here and told dick jokes. I lived out of my car, but I haven't done that in weeks. It, you don't get to tell me how I am because I'm relatively white compared to you. I don't care. I don't care. But they're like, nope, you're white. It's your fucking suck a dick. <laughs> well, if you're Southern Italian, you are... Uh, substantially North African. You're so. half eggplant anyways. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I am cantaloupe, my friends, but go on, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my grandfather was over from Germany uh, during, I think it was World War One. so I'm like a third generation, but I'm fucking, I am extremely white, so people people will classify it as they see fit. I don't really give a fuck, man. It's just, it, it bothers me because I feel like it's really regressive, you know, and it, not even that I'm like a real progressive or anything, but it's just the fact that people call themselves progressive while bringing up the most regressive shit known to men it just the, the irony, the hypocrisy it drives yeah, me. Right. I think, like I said, back in the '90s, like the only time a black person died is when another rapper really won them dead. Like that's really. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, it was black on black crime. Yeah, it was just black on black crime, but it was all rappers <laughs> just uh, want to be gangsters. We need Thanks another. It is so <laughs> funny now how they try. And I say this: this is what I love about comedy because it came back, and I was like, I really did. You ask a lot of comics up here, oh, Gino lost his mind. He went off the deep end, but I'm sorry because it really. My whole life I've been like this. I never, anyone that knows me a long time, and and, and my mother used to say, yeah, because I am, I am, I've always been like this. Anyone that knows me, you guys, I'm, I'm like this on stage and off stage. I'm always happy. I'm like, and my mother's like, you think everyone's your friend? I'm like, everyone's my friend. Not everyone's your friend, Eugene. Not everyone's your friend. And and I'm realizing now I have enough friends because my friends get me. They're not like, look, I'm mad. I'm mad that we used to, that we got to, we moved up here to tell jokes for a living and make people laugh. And suddenly the government, were, they're bullies. They're bullies. They're like, you're not allowed to laugh. You're not allowed to do comedy because we, and I'm not trying to sell you a, a fucking conspiracy theory, but it's a fact. People that are afraid are easier to control. And people that are laughing aren't 
fucking afraid. So make sure you shut down comedy. Make sure you fucking cover people's faces. Make sure you isolate people when the fact is, and you guys see it, if you're in a comedy club, it all goes away. You got someone wearing a mask sitting right next to someone not wearing a mask. No one cares. You've got a white near a black, near a Jew, near a Hispanic, and they don't care. And everyone laughs because no one cares about the race war that they want people to believe is going on. And then, and like, I'm not vaccinated. Does that mean I'm anti-vax? No. Saying I'm not vaccinated because I'm anti-vax is like saying I'm anti-Semitic because I'm not Jewish. I'm anti-Semitic. You said it. Because those people are <laughs> But they try and sell you on this shit and people believe it because you can't go outside and talk to people. You have to sit there and watch Fox News and CNN and all this horse shit when we're all just people that want to, we want to fucking joke around, bust balls, hunt Jews. We're all the same. <laughs> My favorite yeah. thing at a, at a stand-up show is when a, a comic says a racist joke and then I, I try and look for the other people of the race that he's making fun of and then I try and laugh louder than them so that they look at me. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, eye contact and stare at that. Um, <laughs> black summer people, I get it. That's not insane. Oh, they're not. They walk on their hindquarters, but we. Yeah, well, and, and it takes like the, the government convincing these people that they don't want to laugh because everybody does want to laugh, and laughing is an involuntary reaction. So it's almost like they have to force themselves to not laugh at things that are actually funny. Yeah. Can you they, imagine? Uh, like, I just saw it. I wish I, I wish I, they, like I say in my act, laughter relieves stress, it releases endorphins. But I read an article today and it just goes through everything. And that's what, and everything you read, it's, that's another thing. Like with Joe Rogan and Mr. Everything is not like, it's, it's all common sense. It's, 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 my mother said it. She was a teacher for 40 years, third and fourth grade, but she said it. When schools get money, they give it to the dumb kids. And now we've got three generations of idiots who think they're smart when they just agree, when they don't ask questions, when they get a star for nodding. And they're like, I'm smart. Dr. Fauci said masks work. Look how smart I am. Read past the staple. Ask fucking questions. It's common fucking sense. And I've been saying this. You can see this on the show. I said it since I said this for going on eight or nine, maybe 10. I said when a virus mutates, it always gets weaker unless it's in a movie with Dustin Hoffman and a spider monkey. <laughs> spider monkey was not the good in junior. I heard that, but it's a fact. And, and, and Joe DeVito said it even more. It's even made it even more common sense. Okay. A virus is a living thing. Okay. And what does a virus want to do? It wants to survive. Stay alive. So how does the virus survive? Two ways. It becomes it more transmissible. It becomes more transmissible and less lethal. It doesn't want to kill the person it's living in. It wants to get into that person more easily and that person to live. And that's how a virus mutates. So like, no, we don't know what the next virus will be. It's going to be weaker and it's going to be more contagious. Thank God. But people are like, nope, nope. We got to check with the CD. It's so fucking gay. I think I think that the, the censorship plus the lockdowns have radicalized any edgy, like, what I would consider a good comic basically into our camp of libertarianism. And I am fucking grateful for it. Well, it's actually like, I've seen it with uh, like, I, I, I watched your mom's house. Like I've watched it for multiple years now. And like that and Burt Kreischer and all, and all them and watching them like switch from like, I know they I mean California liberals, which they I mean, they've lived in California for years to being like, we're going to move to Texas and like yeah. all this stuff is bullshit. Like they, like they even understand. Like and it, it is pretty crazy, Jim. But the, you'll still have other ones. Like uh, the one I always hate is watching the like the downfall of like Anthony Jeselnik, and like him Ooh. go from like 
like I've loved his comedy because it's super. I mean, he's he's on the line, very dark. But then, like you see, like um, what was the whenever he Did whenever he was beefing with down? Legion of Skanks, yeah, um, meant to read and and like he was beefing <laughs> with Legion of Skanks, uh-huh. and he was saying like he was like, oh no, we shouldn't be saying like jokes like that. It's like, dude, you were the one that made like abortion jokes, like you literally went to a, like, yeah. and it was really funny. But you he did an entire you... special of dead baby jokes, basically. Yeah, he he did a whole joke about um oh who was that uh rocker's kid that uh that clumsy little fella that fell off the cliff. Um, I have no I, idea. I, I know was, vaguely. I, I, Eric, Eric Clapton's son. Eric Clapton's fell kid. That's what it was because he fell. He uh, he fell off a cliff or something and died. It was out a window. I think maybe it was a window on the side of a cliff, so it was like yeah, a double like whammy. Yeah, the kid died. And he made jokes about that, and it's really funny. But yeah. then, like, if you say something like about faggots, like, then it's just like, well, whoa, that's way too much. This like, is my whole beef with the guys that were the best comics over the past twenty years, like Chris Rock and and a handful there of others. There's something about Jezelnik that I love because it's like, well, not something. It's like his his delivery is like no oh, one else. Amazing. If you look at any oh, comedian, yeah. you can trace their delivery back to another comic. His is so unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's a, he's an original, and he's and he's yeah. a very good comic, and he's very funny. I just I just hate it when I see people that have made it turn around and close the door behind them, you know, like, and that's what it feels like. Him and Chris Rock and a handful of others have done, but you know what? It's not your door, and you can't fucking close it because real comedy fans are gonna find the fucking cutting edge people, and that's just what it's gonna be. So, well, because it's it, the right. comedy is a super competitive market. Like there is literally every well, there's every genre you could want, like any any type of thing that makes you laugh even if you're not into like <laughs> genos or legion of skanks or anybody that's like super edgy you still have like a, i think someone put up a um something about brian regan earlier yeah, brian regan's fucking yeah. hilarious like he's i mean yeah, i've listened funny. to his comedy um I, I i grew up really christian conservative and there was a guy named tim hawkins and he was actually really funny just as a i mean he super clean all christian comedy but really funny but it's the problem of when you're like when actual comedy is the the threat like comedians where comedy the actual thing of laughing is the problem of like whenever uh who was that uh one woman that had the special where she was like i'm not i'm trying not to tell a joke like this this oh yeah it was like yeah. i'm not gonna tell a joke i'm just gonna give my truth or some shit <laughs> can, can, like, we, can we just say just take a break for a second and just say how much i love jose he doesn't know her name he just goes Oh yeah, the dyke. <laughs> it's not a joke. But you just hated me, and I've said this. I said it earlier, and it's like sometimes I didn't, but I alluded to it. It's not even her fault because, and, yeah. and, and I'll say it again. I'm a straight white male over forty, so you know I have to get work, and it seems like a crutch, but it's not. I have to be funny. I have to be funny. I have to be good at my job and I have to keep writing new jokes to get work. When you're Hannah Gatsby and you check that many boxes, it's not her fault because every time when I get off stage, if I'm not funny, they're like, that wasn't funny. Be funny. When Hannah Gatsby gets off stage, gets off stage and I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. So they, yeah. It's like, Hey, how was I? And they, they would say to her, you're the funniest lesbian, Australian, fat, short, self-hating Glasses wearing, dyke looking comic I've ever seen. You check nine boxes and then she'll do it again and she'll write no new jokes. How am I? I still have yet to see a dyke, lesbian, short, <laughs> tranny, blah, 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 funnier than you. And then suddenly she's on stage on Netflix and that's when Netflix, that was another turning point where it's like, she halfway there's like, I won't do it anymore. And Netflix does a special, a comedy special, a special event because she wasn't funny. 
And Netflix like, well, we got to fucking sell this. And that's when Netflix fucking jumped the fucking shark. And it's like, look at this. Let me run these funny comics on. But it's like, you are just trying to put people on of any ilk, race, and whatever. And she sucks a giant dick. And it's not her fault. Yeah. Well, it's and not her fault. Actually, she does it. She's like, yeah, I was What's gonna that? say. I was gonna she say. She doesn't suck dicks anymore. She 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 only eats box now. So I was gonna say just because, just, just, <laughs> yeah, just because she's true. a lesbian, that means she checks a lot of boxes. So hey, Toad, will you pull up that clip? Uh, which clip were you on? The one I just sent in the group chat. Uh, I set it up again. We I sent it earlier, but it, it's it's a good bit. Uh, Gino might be familiar with this guy because uh, I know he. Uh, I know um, she's he's, the bodybuilders yeah. one. No, no, no. I mean, we can do that if you guys want, but I I, I want to do the other one. It's a little bit shorter. All right, hang on. Let me see. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ted Wheeler. Is it, I don't fucking know what it is. It's not Ted Wheeler. Uh, By the way, Gina, what's she smoking, man? <laughs> what that? What What are you smoking? What you got there? Ted Wheeler. Oh. Fans <laughs> send me it's cigars. It's, it's Alex Stein. This is a San Cristobal. Okay. Ooh. It's, I don't know good from bad, but I know really good. And this is, like they send me really good cigars. Like I like I'm at the point now where like like an eight to a twelve dollar cigar for me is a real treat. A twenty dollar one, but this is a really good stick. Right. What what happened? Guys? Guys? Mom? <laughs> Guys? Hi. By the way, I've been, I've been I've been smoking for about two years now, dude. And I I I love finding a good stick, but hey, if anybody, if any fan of the show wants to send me some cigars, hell yeah, I'll hit, hit hey, me up. I'll send you some. I have plenty of. Come by our show next time in New York, but dude, I I love it's it's the ritual of it. Like, and I yeah, yeah. here's what I'm addicted to now. Like, I don't smoke cigarettes. I, I was having this conversation with my buddy, I with Gavin McGinnis today. I, yeah, I have my proud boy meeting every Wednesday, but my old man smoked cigarettes and drank whiskey. Okay. And and we alluded to it. He was he coughed a lot from the pesticides and stuff. But when he smoked cigarettes, it was unattractive. But my old man made drinking whiskey look so cool. I love whiskey. Yeah. And then he finally quit cigarettes and he started smoking cigar shitty ones. And my mother gave him so much shit. But he's like, nah, these are fine. And I'm like, I would look at the guy. I'm like, this is the coolest man alive. Like, you know what I mean? It was great. <laughs> but oh, that was my point. But I love black coffee. And in the morning, like I get how people get addicted to caffeine and nicotine because I do a drag of a cigar, any cigar, my man, and uh, and you drink the black coffee and you're like, oh, this is going to be a problem. Dude, <laughs> man, I know what you're talking about, man. One of my favorite, it's so uh, good. One of my favorite cigar shops has uh, a cop like a like a real good coffee maker there, and they have also all like really good cigars. And I go in there, I get a coffee, I get a cigar, and, I, and I, do, I drink. Way too addicting. I'm sorry, go on. I apologize. Hit play. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hey, took me a play in this. Yep. Yeah, if this, uh, if this. And I drink coffee black. Like I just, I've always drank it black. I love the bitter taste of it. That's why my teeth are so attractive and my breath is so good. But oh, <laughs> just the the black fucking coffee. Just the caffeine with the nicotine. The way it hits you, like I could live on this. Who needs food? Fuck this. It's so good. <laughs> All right. If this video sucks, it's Jose's fault. Yep. Yes. Can you see me? Yo. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Yo, uh, I just want to say, hey, uh, I'm a member of Antifa. And uh, listen, I was in Texas. I had a wife. She worked at a bank. 
you know, she worked there for 11 years and I had two kids and she got all radicalized and became a Trump supporter. So I took the dog, I took the car and I drove straight to Los Angeles. And I'll be honest with you, like LA was terrible. It was a nightmare. And then I met some guys, we rode some trains and we went up to Portland. And I have to tell you guys, this is the best place the cleanest methamphetamines that I've ever done. <laughs> but the problem is, is a lot of these guys, all these dope This is stupid. There, I love it. A lot of them aren't oh vaccinated. God. And that's the thing. They got all these needles. I don't want to catch COVID. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm triple vaccinated. This guy's a hero. We agree, right? Like, I've been parked on this street for three weeks. Nobody has said anything. <laughs> it's so chill. Dude, I'm just... You can smoke all day in the purest Molly I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> like you can stay up all night and it's chill in Portland. In Texas, why don't you, you just play? Like, why do you bother having me? Like, it's like a plan of loop. You don't need me. It was, like it was sweet that y'all were so chill about it because a lot of my boys were the ones starting those fires. And like I know <laughs> went down on January 6th to Washington D.C. and now they're in jail forever. <laughs> That's fucking great. This is great. You're able to hook us up, Mayor Wheeler, and not mess us up like those loser Trump supporters. Portland is chill. So, guys, if y'all want some clean dope, the fentanyl is clean, the PCP, the GHB. Oh, my. The cleanest GHB I've ever seen. Now I get why you like it in hot water. Now I understand. It's stupid. I guess he gets cut off by Twitter and Dad. Well, he gets cut off. It's it's totally a troll, but he gets cut off. Cut off by the city council. That was the Portland Oregon. Yeah, like trolling There is nothing funnier than just stupid comedy. Just stupid. And like, and that's people always like. They always say like, I'm sure you guys. Why are you funny? Were your parents funny growing up? Like, you know, your parents are your parents. Whether your parents like tell jokes five to twenty four seven, or your dad hits your mom every morning, you think that's normal. My parents never let me take anything seriously. The dumber the stuff we did, like uh, like me and my brothers still laugh about it. When we were kids growing up, we're, we're you know we're we're in our early fifties, but we would watch the like SNL in the seventies and eighties, and me, my brother, and my father would be laughing, and my mother would walk in, and she was a smart woman, she knew, but she'd always say, "This is vulgar." This is filthy. And we would just laugh even harder when she would say it. It was so stupid. And she knew. She's like, this is so oh, base. She'd be like, this is base. And we would lose our mind laughing. But she knew, you know, and that's she said it's like nothing, nothing is worth taking that seriously. And and people and now, and I think if you were equipped like us to laugh at stupid stuff. Now it's when everyone wants to be so serious. Oh, my, I know someone who died in a nursing home. No one cares. Kevin Brennan said it. No one puts Nana in a nursing home to rehab her for the 2020 season with Brady. No one does. You put her in a nursing home because you quit on her. She's dead. And you want to act us all to feel sad for you when you ditched her before COVID even hit. No one cares. And we're the we're the fucking five people. 
we're, we're five of us are like everyone else that don't take shit seriously. Like, why are you laughing? We're like, why? Why aren't you laughing? That bitch died. She died. No. Why do you want me to be upset? Like, everyone needs to be upset. Yeah, we 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 can't do that. We we no. can't. Do that. Well, it's it's the thing of like where they they went against like lowbrow humor. They they call it lowbrow. It's like they, it's they try to put it down. It's like everybody laughs at this shit. Everybody knows yeah. this this shit is actually funny. not as low as your grandma. <laughs> nah, my grandpa, nah. grandpa's dead is actually <laughs> <laughs> what did i say once i'm like yeah if my if my aunt had balls she'd be my uncle i'm kidding she'd still be dead of cancer but <laughs> a buddy of mine said once he's like gina's jokes aren't lowbrow they're so dumb they're unibrow i'm like i am stealing that. <laughs> i will be stealing that hey gina we ask we ask every one of our guests how many hot dogs that they think uh they could fit in toad's body so if you could tell us <laughs> How many hot Wait, dogs? Wait, I'm not Frankie McDonald. Wait, how many hot dogs can I what? How, can you fit in Toad? Anarcho Toad, he's the guy in the top left. How many hot dogs can you fit in his body? <laughs> in his body? Yes. There's there in is his a entire body. I'm sorry you broke up there. No, his entire body. You can use whatever whatever orifice. You I'm gonna say to. 37. <laughs> it's my lucky 37. number, and it just seems like a like an apt number. That's close. 37. Now, am, am I just eating that many though? Because that doesn't seem that difficult. Oh, you fat fuck. <laughs> he wants some of his ass. Just Homer Simpson. That sounds like a wager. I mean, just starts on grabbing hot dogs. By the way, 37 is actually more than you've masturbated in one day, and you've masturbated 32 times in one day, which is a true yeah. story, Gino. He actually did masturbate 32 times in one you day. Fuck with that, it's Gino? a terrifying story more than a true story. It's a terrifying <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's yeah, an approximation. I wasn't actually keeping track, but it was somewhere around there. It's a very he specific number to be more, approximation. <laughs> he masturbated more in one day than a, a comedian does on the road in one month. So it's actually pretty. It's pretty bad. <laughs> well, when, so when, you're good. The, when you're on the road, you're probably fucking chicks, though, right? I was home alone at the time. Every time you say <laughs> fucking chicks, it just makes me feel like you've never had sex with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I I know the comedians on the road. I mean, it gets pretty lonely up in the. You get the hotel. I mean, you get to the hotel at whatever you know, probably like what, twelve o'clock. You don't have a you don't have a gig till yes. Yeah, so then you invite women into, that night. You invite well, women. What do you want to do? You jerk off. I mean, Daniel goes to the bar. Oh, that's true. You go to the bar. It's, it's right. eleven o'clock in the morning. You're like, hey guys, you open? Let's we get a. As long as you ask them if they if they let you let you masturbate, it's all good, you know. So that's <laughs> it's, it's consensual, man. <laughs> Well, um, I don't know if you guys are you guys got any more you guys want to do, or we're at a pretty good spot. I don't know if you guys want more. So nope. You got any Let's more do bits? it. Do you know if you could tell <laughs> people where you to guys follow? been doing this? This is how long have you guys been doing this podcast? Uh, it's Seven not even a year yet. We think we're going to hit a year in uh, March or March. Well, yeah. I can't give you a better compliment than this was a blast. Keep doing this. Keep having yeah. fun with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this yeah. is great. Dude, I, I really it, this is dumb. What you are doing is stupid. <laughs> and the hour flew by, but this is what, like, me and Aaron do the In Hot Water over on Compound Media. Please subscribe. I always say it. But it's just, it, 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 we, we didn't have a plan. I bumped into him years ago, and he's like, do you do a podcast? And I, 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 I'm not sure how you guys started, but it, I, I'm guessing it was something like this. Aaron and I were both hosting at the stand a lot, and he bumps into me. He's like, do you do a podcast? And I say, I do one during football season, but not normally. And I say, why? And Aaron Burke says to me, someone asked me today if I did a podcast. And I said, the only person I'd want to do one is with Gino Visconti. And we started and we did it on a laptop in his apartment for like fucking three months. And then fucking 
Compound Media, it was right place, right time. Legion of Skanks was leaving. They brought us on once a week, and we just fucking kept doing it. It evolved into, it just got dumber and dumber, and by that I mean better and better, but we <laughs> never had a plan. We just did this. Yeah, we yeah. did this, and it was well, fun. And you guys hey, fucking look like you're having a fucking blast. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Oh, hell no, no. That, that makes me yeah, very hopeful. You, I, I really appreciate the words of, of uh, encouragement and of wisdom because you are – Obviously, much further down this path than we are, but well, uh, ta -da. Ta -da. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean age. I don't mean age. I haven't slept like... in my car in three days. Eat your heart out, faggots. <laughs> he needs... Freezing out there. He, he I didn't mean age. The... I meant in terms of like actual listenership. He, mean, he means in I terms mean. of uh, drift towards homosexuality. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, no, no one. But, but, but the thing that's is, a bad thing. The thing is, yeah. it's like we, we, we. We made this just because we had fun. We this is all made because of the Twitter group chat we were in, and we were just like, "Hey, we have fun on here. Let's just have fun and let other people join in." That was it. It was just, yeah. But what else? Let me ask you this, and not, and I don't need to tell you because you're. But I've said this to people. What else can you do? Try. It's what I said before. Go without and be like, "What does? What do people want?" And then you're trying to figure out what people want when, when you do this once a week, once a month, however often you do it, once a week. You, you just have fun, and if people like it, great. If not, you're having fun. What's the option? Well, let me do something I think people want that isn't fun, and hopefully they'll fuck that. This, and you don't need me to tell you to do what you're doing, but you need me to remind you this is, you're right. You guys are right. This is it. It's, and I'll tell you, a lot of people can't do podcasts with, with one other person. You guys fucking are four people with a fifth guest, and it's, there was no one talking over anyone. It was great. Well, Except uh, for you in the middle, you're not working out. But everyone else. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, you, like, get it you don't know who's in the middle. The guy in the middle is probably me. I don't know. Is it me? Fuck you, God. Jose is the center square. And, and, and we knew this, like, because like we 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 had fun and we were laughing and it took a break from because we started in COVID and all the lockdown world's all bullshit Good. and all, and all the, you know, and everybody was down. Everybody's like, we're locked down. It's all sad. Just like, let's just have some fucking fun. Let's just get on yeah. here. Let's bullshit. Let's talk about the things that makes everybody laugh. And everybody even, and the good thing is they're in their house. And when they're in the house, they can't like go out and say like, Oh, I'm, they have to laugh. They have to be sitting there. They have to listen. They have to laugh and actually have, because nothing else is good in their life or whatever. And guess what? They don't have another fucking person sitting next to them to make them feel bad about laughing at our fucking Exactly. Up That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 exactly. they're alone. And when you're alone, you kind of let loose a little bit. And even the sometimes most you jerk off 32 times. Motherfucker, like, <laughs> crazy shit happens. But yeah, but you saw me, guys. I, I, I'm not being nice. I, I had a blast. It's just fun being stupid. It really is. Exactly. It's like I'm so bored with serious people at all. And, and that's the other thing that I noticed. Like, I, if, I, I always say, like, I've been up here since 2001, 18, like the first 15 years I was in every club in New York. And it's like, if you told me like right before COVID, look, when COVID's done, you're not going to be in any of these clubs. I'd be like, what the fuck? And I don't need to be now. Like, don't get me wrong. I miss it, but I don't. Because I, as long as I can get on stage and work new material and I get to tour with comedians at the compound, like I'm so lucky to have put in the work and, you know, to wind up where I am. But all you can do now is what you guys did during the lockdown. And kudos to you, because I've said this as well. While so many people are like, all right, let's just stop and wait for the world to come back. Guys like us were on the side of the road. I always say, you know, when you're in traffic and some guy on the side of the road goes by, you're like, I hope he gets caught. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> you sat there and we just fucking drove up the side of the road because we weren't going to follow the bullshit. 
and no one even bought. And it's the same thing. No one bothered to stop us because it was bullshit. And we kept going and we went right by the people that are the obedient fucking people. Like, look at me. I'm listening to I'm listening to science and I wear a mask. <laughs> By the way, I, because you mentioned like uh, changing your up your your where you're doing your sets at and the clubs and everything. I usually do try to ask the comedians what has changed since COVID. Like, I, like partially your set, your jokes, where you're doing stuff at, um, how you're touring, anything like that. What what what's changed just for you personally um, as far as your 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 comedic I do not do as many clubs at night but uh it's so funny because I did my album in 2017 and then I was working I had 45 minutes down and then the lockdown hit and I lost it all literally I I didn't do stand-up for like five months and then when I got on stage I couldn't remember half my shit and it's like I would say it's like a uh it's so funny like it was March of 2020 it was actually it was February 2020 and they recorded my set, and I got done. They're like, do you want a recording of this? I'm like, I don't want a recording of this. And damn, if I didn't, after lockdown, reach out to a guy like, do you still have it? And I got the recording, but I never listened to it because it's like when you're in when you're in high school or, or whatever, I think it was high school where you'd have algebra or one of those geometry books, and the answers were at the end of the chapter, but you didn't want to look at it because if I look at the answer, I'll never be able to get there myself. So I wanted to be able to get my way back to the jokes myself and I did. I, I took the old jokes and I incorporated them into what's going on in COVID. And then I went back and fucking finally listened to the set just this week to find the parts I missed. And now I'm I'm re I'm reinventing, for lack of a better word, the act around COVID. You know, it's like it's because nice. the world has changed, but it's it's great. That's that nothing's really changed and everything's changed. If I can try and sound deep, and by that I mean just mean lazy. But yeah, <laughs> I'm doing less sets. I hang out with. With only a core group of people I like, I say whatever I want to say. And when people are like, Gino's a conspiracy theorist. He means Gino's white people. Over COVID. I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. I'm sorry. I'm living sorry. a fucking dream, man. And so are we for having you on. So thank you so much. Everybody go follow Gino. It is at Gino underscore Piscanti on Twitter. He is woefully underfollowed. I don't know what the fuck's happening here. Get him. Well, it's my fifth account. I keep getting banned for saying uh, anti- that makes sense. <laughs> ah, that you, makes gotta, you gotta stop saying nigger on Twitter, man. <laughs> like, just, I know. I know when I wake up, it's the first thing I want to tweet. But it's right. just like, yeah, but, no, the rule is, though, as long as you don't at someone, and do that's it. actually in my Twitter bio. Now I'm like fifty percent less niggers. I put it on there. <laughs> what, what you just gotta do is uh, when you're whispering sweet nothings into your woman's ear, that's when you do it. Thank you, duly noted, fellas. I do have to say this is the best note to leave it out on. This podcast kept me from writing Industrial Society in its future part two. Bravo. I'm glad we kept you from going postal. I mean, don't let that stop you from building packages to ship elsewhere. But you know, send them to the right places. Appreciate make sure you, the daycare. Make sure the daycare is out for the day. I know those are different people, but anyways, uh, thank you so much, Gino. It was a blast, man. You're the best. Yeah, thanks, you want to drop your plugs? Later, kids. Thank you. You want to drop your plugs, Gino? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he already did. Yeah, I get it at the beginning. He but... did. Uh, yeah. No, plugs, no, no. Any of the rest of you, Clint? He said. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Liberty Lock Pod. I am about to hit 31,000. The shit is going fucking exponential, bitch. And uh, Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. Love you guys so much. Oh, and you can check out my episode with Thaddeus Russell. I've heard that there's, <laughs> there's a reason he's newsworthy today. Oops. <laughs> yeah, Thaddeus Russell, go on Tower Power Hour. <laughs> 
Honestly, I would. You will I have really, him on. I don't I, care. I, I really wish he was like funnier. And I'm not saying he's not like he's like kind of funny, but not like in a funny for this show kind of way. I would just to piss people off because I would I, make the, I would yeah. make exclusively jokes about kid fucking, and we would get in so much trouble. <laughs> we, we can at least ask him. Uh, it's Carl's, hard to joke with somebody that they, every time you make the joke and they just agree with you. Just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to say the most fucked up things, and Dad's like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> I mean, you have to consider like, the like, feelings of the child. You know. <laughs> Well, Jose, wasn't we were making that joke in the group chat? I made something about like maybe he's onto something. Maybe he found like the secret uh, ingredient to amazing sex. <laughs> believe and he's just that. gonna be like, oh. yeah, I did. Yeah, like maybe, maybe he knows oh something none of us know. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. I told no, you guys, that. I swear to God, like it's like if you fuck a child, it's amazing. Like I can't. I told you guys in the group chat. There's a Louis C.K. bit where he literally like it was on SNL, which makes it even funnier. And it was like his joke was that like. Hey, like kid fucking's not cool, but like they must really like it. Like, if you think about it, like I really love Snickers. Like, I'm pretty like I'm kind of redoing his bit and butchering it. But he's like, yeah. but if someone was like, we're gonna lock you up, and then if you ever get out, we'll put you in a list and you'll be shunned for your entire life if you eat another Snickers. I'll never eat Snickers again. But these <laughs> well, people keep doing it. It must be amazing. <laughs> well, no, so so what it is is it's actually how they get the adrenochrome. That's that's how they stay youthful. Yeah. That's how they it. do it. Yeah, there's got to be something to it, man. Because yeah, it's yeah. a pathology, straight up. Like, yeah. there's a lot. Of, it's, it's so... And I guess people were giving the LPM C shit because I guess they paid him money for some bit for some like speaking thing. And I was, was at like, that. I was yeah, at that it, was like, it wasn't even enough money to buy like a nice yes. Indian kid. Like it wasn't like like, <laughs> like I mean, how much is a child sex slave really going to cost? It's got to be at least five k, and that's going to be like bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I, he, think, I mean, maybe know? maybe he could have put a down payment on a child sex slave. <laughs> But he never could have like gone full on, paid it off. Like he needed some extra. But I mean, whatever. I mean, if this is not the defense that the LPMC would like to hear, right we didn't even pay him enough to buy a good kid. Yeah, like at best, it's like half a kid. Like I mean, we're, okay, we're, we're responsible for half a kid fucking. Ooh. Well, well, well it, it better at least be the bottom half. So. Oh God. Uh, thanks again for the super chat, Matt. Uh, appreciate it. I mean, like we say, all this stuff goes to back to the show. Well, by, uh, by the way, I, I wanted to mention this because it was it was pretty awesome. He said he he said straight up the only reason he came on was because of the fans, and I think yeah. that is so fucking awesome that you guys. Gang. Like, it was literally it's it's the gang. It's the whatever the fuck you want to call yourselves. You guys but, are like, the gang. You, Whenever we, I mean, Jose mentioned Jose doesn't give a fuck. He'll launch out there, go on Tower Gang whenever he what like he he doesn't give a fuck. But whenever we, whenever y'all do it, and I see it a lot. I'm I have the Tower Gang um, Twitter, and I see it all the time where y'all are putting it out there. And it honestly, this is one of the times where it works out where because y'all reached like wanted to get this guy on, and y'all showed how many fans we have. Oh, absolutely, we we want Bert Kreischer. I mean, yeah, and he agreed to it because I mean one. Top Lobster is amazing, and he fucking makes amazing art, and that's one of the reasons. But also because we annoyed the fuck out of him, and it wasn't just us four and Reed and Top doing it. It was because we had whatever, all the other people down there. I mean, I can name them, but I don't want to miss anybody. So, But, like, so many people, and it's, and it's, it's awesome for us to see that. And, like, the more it happens, the better guests we can get on. Here, here's We're the thing. Comics only want to perform in front of an audience. Y'all are letting them know there's an audience, and that's really yeah. important because right. obviously we're not the biggest show 
out there, but we have a really passionate fan base that really likes to have people come on. <laughs> it was and, <laughs> great point, Meredith. It was indeed you and your tits, but it was uh, your it big was old also, sloppies. It was your it was big also, old mommy milkers. There, was, there yeah. were some other people that followed up, you know, um, confirming well, that we were worth his time. So uh, yeah. keep doing it, guys. We really do appreciate it. You guys want to workshop our fucking our ad read or no? That was actually, yeah, something. sure. Yeah. Mean, I got, we should have done it with him on, it. damn it. But well, I don't, I don't. I don't think he would have had the attention span for that. Now, now that uh, I didn't <laughs> no, know he was becoming half cocked, it made it fun. But yeah. He so, was, so what, what angle do we want to play? If we're going but, the Christy Mayer ad route, I think that playing up the misogyny and and trying to get her to say racial slurs in our ad would be fucking amazing. <laughs> I thought you were about to say like we shouldn't do that, but you with the other. I'm no, like, no. But, I'm but like, do it there. in like a way that's acceptable. Like, like do like white slurs, like mayo monkeys and shit. Or know? like, oh my god, you know what would be fucking awesome if we could have a sentence in there that spells the n-word <laughs> so if you take the if you take the first letter of <laughs> no one would ever catch on to it but no we would it. it'd be so great our fans would fucking freak out though yeah by the way we um if we don't know what we're talking about we we, we are playing ads right now on christy bear's podcast i think the first one was played today or yeah. yeah, it should so have been three by now. She's done three shows. She, she I mean, she, I will oh, say, no. go check out her show. She cranks out shows and she gets good guests. I know she's a woman, so that all more props for her for doing good shit. Uh, so you know, like it's it's like more impressive when they do good shit. You're like, whoa, that's like I'm almost like, unheard of. Way to go, yeah. pal. <laughs> but then again, she has a leg up because she has tits, and anyone will say yes. So. <laughs> Is it that impressive? Impressive? I don't know. But but right, yeah, yeah, real. no one's throwing any ideas out there. Throw some fucking ideas. What other? Well, ideas? my my idea my ideas from the, from the beginning was she her biggest show. I'm pretty sure is the Simpcast because she gets on other women, and then all the libertarians in the community, all these libertarian guys that are, you know, fucking need a woman in jerking their life. off to my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm aware. What Basically, about yes, <laughs> uh, I'm included in that. I, I jerk off to your girlfriend all the time. Yeah. Cool. But, <laughs> just kidding. I, I actually don't. I don't think I have actually. Shot. I mean, I need more skin. So you know, suggest that to her, and maybe I could actually. <laughs> yeah, but she, she's these, been on the subcast multiple times, and, and I know she gets a lot of fucking creepers. From these that uh, show. these deep fakes just don't bring it for me, Clint. So if you never <laughs> actually put out some actual real, content. I'm telling you, I'm t- I keep telling her. I was like, hey, if you want to have fucking kids. We got like, yeah, I've got some money, but I would like to never, ever, ever have to worry about money. Let's start an OnlyFans up and go to town on each other while we try and fucking make a baby. Oh my god, god, that no? would be. Yeah. I would, I'd subscribe. I told okay, her I, if we can get a million bucks for a fucking sex tape, like, why not? Oh like, shit! Stop. Okay, hey, stop. Here's our marketing so, guy, so he can have it. He can have a say in here. Top. Do you think yeah. that it would be? Uh, Excuse me while of- I piss. Would it be degrading of me to have a sex tape with Ashton to get a million dollars to have a bunch of kids? Nah, do it for the club. <laughs> which, I, by I the way, which supportive. is what we know you do everything for, Clint. It's just for the club. Right? Just, just for the, the club, club, bro. Yeah, that's that's really why I had Thaddeus on, too. <laughs> and oh, also, I'm going to, again, I saw this today. I'm going to call you, start calling you Clint Brussels Sprouts. That's, um, that was that's, that was genius. Whoever I mean, came amazing. up with that like, one, I my God. It. I mean, it was the best. It might be the best joke I've seen this year. So really, I mean, really everyone loves Brussels skin. sprouts if you prepare them correctly. So Man. they're great if you prepare them correctly, just yeah, like me. That's true. Just charm them up. You know. <laughs> By the way, what I was gonna say, my my pitch was we have to come in that where you gotta hammer it on the simp cast because that one gets numbers. Yeah. So these guys want to get with these girls. Well, we already have one of the guys with one of the girls. <laughs> I don't so know if that will help put us. it out. Like if you watch this show. 
Oh, then you could get one of these girls. Then you yeah. can get one of these girls. I think that's. I think it's a great during idea. the simcast. If she will take a, a a specific read during that particular show, we can fucking we could definitely do something special with it. Dude, I, I four out of six that, dudes yo. in the show have a lady. So what Clint, what Clint just said actually, this is your path. All right. So forget about all the stuff you're paying Chrissy Mayer money to to do the shit. Clint, make a sex tape, and then have. It just and and we we have to get it out there and we have to have somebody that hates you leak it and since everybody hates you it's pretty simple <laughs> <laughs> just drop it somewhere it's amazing just make sure you're wearing like a tower power hour shirt while you're while you're going in I think we should bill ourselves as a yin to their yang that was my idea I don't know if what your thoughts are because we are literally like the exact opposite of simcast like it's a, a thing yeah. full of dudes hating on women but like at the same time like I still you know. I mean, I hate women as much like, as I hate Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be fine. <laughs> I think I think on a regular show we 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 go the the like the misogynist way, like on just if she's doing just a regular read on on her show. But right. I think the simcast yeah. we go the hey guys, if you want to know, if you want to get some women, if you want to get bitches like, on your dick, like if if you Sorry. go like if you go like. uh if you're sick of listening to my stupid estrogen-filled voice, you can go listen to five alpha chats <laughs> for Tower Power Hour. <laughs> having Chrissy read that would be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I think that is the way to go. I like that. <laughs> Just have have her have to diss herself. In the chat, what, 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 what do you got? I mean, you'll see. She has to drop the N-word at least once for me. I mean, I don't think we ever get Chrissy Bear to drop the N-word. But, I mean, if we can get her pretty close. if we, can if get, we it, I'm telling you, we could tower a sentence yo, that makes listen. it. If you guys, I, I got Eric Brakey to acknowledge the hard R, like the hard ER. He says that they do it in Maine. If I can do that, former senator, and you guys can't get a fucking comedian to say the N-word, in the podcast right now. Oh, right, See, this is why I like Top, because he keeps us fucking, he keeps us on the level, man. You're right. You're right, I think, dude. I think we should, I mean, just sneak, somehow sneak Renegg. In there, I mean, I, I think we can, and and just kind of be niggardly. Yeah, niggardly would be no. great. Like, no, you get get her to say "renig" and then erroneously. So it's like, erroneously. <laughs> <laughs> renig erroneously. Yeah, so if, if there's like we could work in like a three fifth, three fifths of a person joke into there somehow. Oh. <laughs> three fifths of the viewers of Tower Power Hour. <laughs> like, I, I think if you if you'd like yeah. Chrissy Mayer not to be able to vote check out tower power <laughs> we promise to abolish the 19th amendment that's right <laughs> god that, i think i think these are, these are great pitches i mean i think i mean i i really think i i still think that misogynist and sexist and crazy racist on just regular ads and then super alpha chad on her simpcast ad and, yeah. then, and then we just play it out and then like i mean the the women will love the misogyny. The men will love the alpha Chad. I mean, yeah. it, it'll be great. We'll get both. No, you're taking notes, right, Toad? You're the you're the nerd tech guy, so this is definitely your angle, right? Toad, no, one, no one takes notes. No one does any accounting. We learned this week. <laughs> <laughs> we are the I, most how much money we have? Bullshit operation on earth. So I, I used to apply all my autism to keeping spreadsheets of all the towers back when we used to do the towers. I know. And then as soon as we got serious about the show, you're like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing anything." <laughs> I think whatever the script is, I think first of, I think Clint needs to write the script whenever we agree on what, whenever you guys agree on whatever needs to be said, and then Cole, ne uh, Toad needs to be the one to read it in his uh, Hugh Hefner like red 
red robe and just yeah, read it yeah. completely deadpan, show a little chest hair if you got it. And that's our that that's our uh misogynist post right no, there. No, no. Clint oh, no. writes okay. it. I edit, which means I have editors, you know, choice on whatever I want to add. Little little things added in there, you know, it's just a little right. little fun little niggles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly the words you're going to be adding to it. <laughs> and then Toad reads it. I mean, this is great. I mean, and I don't know what Jose does. Maybe Jose, like, uh, I don't know. Do something Just because cast, Jose wasn't funny on tonight's episode doesn't mean he's not funny all the other <laughs> time. This motherfucker is a genius. Just He just needs to let loose. Jose, oh, I, give me some I, ideas. I, I, I'm sorry. Sex and my wife. I got to secure the hole. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Fucking, he's uh, sexting, sexting your wife. No, he's texting the he's wife. He's getting dick pics. <laughs> he works nice. That's the only reason I even sure. podcast because I'm just bored and I'm not trying to get fucking pooned. So it's like, well, I'll do this with you guys. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly wasn't really paying attention. Uh, I think uh, we should just get uh, Toad to take notes here and then send it over to Clint. He's our business guy. And then maybe send it over to Top to do the finishes because he's like the marketing guy, you know. And then uh, we got something good, uh, you know. I love it. Right out of your ass. I love it. I out Jose and Jose cut out Dave from the creative process. This is perfect. <laughs> is so the beginning of a civil war. Misogyny <laughs> on the regular podcast, Chad on the Simpcast. I got it. I, I still think that's that's the way to go. I mean, and so wait up, wait up. If Clint is the marketing guy. I'm the creative. Uh, what what is Toad? He's just a oh, do we pimp out? He's the artist that doesn't <laughs> handle accounting. <laughs> he's supposed to be cold, the accounting the tech guy. guy. I, I 100 he was thought he was gonna be accounting. I'm not even cold, the engineer that can't fucking put anything together for no I, apparent reason. I apply my autism selectively. So me and Cole are the idea guys. That's who, well, that's what we are. I, I think that, I think that's a 100 true. And, and then Reed, uh, he's the plug guy. Like he plugs. Yes. Uh, well, so to, to, that's literally all he does fair, on the show. To be fair, I I don't have the information to handle the accounting because it's all going to Cole's account. So, <laughs> by, by the way, it has been announced. Reed Coverdale will be on Kennedy on Fox Business Channel either yeah. later this week or early next or early next week. Yes, he's already confirmed. Okay, I didn't realize he announced that. He just doesn't have the date yet. set. But I thought you were going to say Reed, you were engaged. But this is the only. That's also. I mean, that's like side note. Clint has clout. Clint has a clout by now, but he's also always on the show. He's funny. Reed, we just use also as extra clout, but he's just never on the show. But we just use him. I'm telling you, like, this is this is the story of Tower Gang from the jump. Is that everyone that says that I'm the clout chaser doesn't come on the show, and I'm the fucking one who's on this show when there's nobody else, and everyone goes, "This guy's a clout chaser." I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm here all the time. How dare you? This is like a circle of clout, though. When the show first started, it was me and Nick Ashley. The show was riding off our little bit of clout. And then we got yeah. you guys started riding off your clout. And then, you know, who knows? Maybe whenever I get Malice from Erica's handbook, you guys will ride off my clout for a little bit more. We just, it's kind of, yeah, ebbs and flows. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm down, man. I'm telling you. I think that's how that's how the Anarchist handbook is going to wrap up is with Malice. And then you're going to get a fucking huge spike. And then so. I'm going to make you do ad reads for Liberty Lockdown. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which All right, we got way, it, right? We're settled. <laughs> which, by the way, Chrissy did say that this is the first time she's had a podcast run ads on her podcast. So I thought that I was like a, it. I like yeah. it. 
she was... she charges reasonable rates. I really appreciate her taking us on, and I think that um, she will she will do us justice with the ad reads, especially if we get on Simcast. I'm telling you, and and if Ashton is on that episode and she hears that ad, she's gonna fucking definitely chime in. So that'll be helpful too. Cr- Chrissy's sheep is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no. I also like the great value. She, I also I mean, like the idea. She kind of like. Like, I know the idea was to go for, like, part of the problem or, like, Legion of Skanks, but that's, like, our target audience. But I feel like it's good to kind of expand outward, like, do a lateral move with, like, yeah, you know, honestly, her audience. This is, this do is we how want you do it anyway. Yeah. You want to want... make sure that you have something that is grabbing people's attention before you go and you blow thousands of dollars on fucking gas sigil ads. So I think this well, was the way to play it anyways. Yeah, so, we well, we want to continue to have well, women in the audience because they like hearing us shit on them. That's That's the whole thing. I mean, like it. I don't know. I mean, this is just straight, straight up, just fucking biology, history, you know, all that shit. So, yeah. that's right. <laughs> they know their roots deep down. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for tuning in. And any other plugs? Top. Plug uh, oh, uh, well, well, let me let me call uh, my shit. Off, I'll, I'll give go it, ahead. Yeah. Well, fuck. Go ahead. Well, damn it. You're all right. Uh, no way, Jose. I have the No Way Jose show. Uh, I know I do a little more like theory shit. I generally just do shit that I find entertaining, and I don't really care too much if people find entertaining. I know I get accused of clout chasing as well. Wait, but so it's you like, don't care do, about stuff? No, I I, I just did like think? eight episodes on a on a very obscure theory theory live reading. So uh, if anyone's accusing me of clout chasing, it's kind of silly because it's like, well, I mean, I didn't get I got shit numbers for that, but I only did because I enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, go check out my channel if you like that kind of stuff. Uh, no Way Jose on YouTube, all the major audio podcatchers, uh, Odyssey as well. Like I said, I just wrapped up uh, a – I finished the, the series of, uh, of the, the live reading series of an Agorist Primer. I have my Anarchist Handbook series. I'm kind of plugging away. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pass it off to the top now. I don't think I'm my, my favorite thing about Jose is his – clear sociopathic disconnect from concern with other people's opinions of him. It's, fucking, insane, it's amazing. Uh, go to toplobster.com to pick up the dopest merch on the planet. Top Lobster, tell them where else oh, they yeah. can follow you. Yeah, just one more thing, guys. You know, they call Clint a cloud chaser, but Clint gets the clout. Jose is chasing the cloud. So this. No, if you want to know who the real cloud chaser is, it's me because I started it and then, like, I was chasing. And we kept chasing after the You nice never person. catch a dragon, man. You never catch him. <laughs> All right, but toplobster.com. Let's wrap this shit up, guys. Also, by the way, uh, for next week, we don't have a guest. So, uh, y'all fucking help us to get such, such, as, the, people. such as the way. If, if you can pester Burt Kreischer, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. All right. Love you guys. We're out. Hell yeah. Peace out.